How many East Asian and South Asian students do you have to let into an electrical engineering program before the racial minority groups you want to get in are also allowed in? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So I was listening to the, one of the latest The Weeds podcasts, and they kind of answered a question I've been having about why is it that when good colleges use affirmative action to let in poorly prepared black people, does it prevent them from getting STEM degrees? You know, why aren't, whatever, black people get into Ivy League school or whatever? Um, why are they not getting a science technology, engineering, mathematics type degree? And the answer is, there's, I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot of, uh, there's going to be a variety of reasons why. I mean, most of them which happen before they even get into the college. But there's actually one real big reason that happens after they get into college. And so someone did a study and they looked at the top 25 public universities. So this is not Ivy League, although it's going to apply to, it's basically this applies to all good schools. But they looked at the top uh, public universities like, you know, UC Berkeley, UCLA, University of Michigan, etc. And most, or maybe even all of those schools have a GPA requirement to get into the desirable majors. Like, you know, if you get an electrical engineering degree from the University of Michigan, you're going to be rich. I mean, just, you know, that's it. As soon as you, as soon as you finish that degree, your life is set. You know, and if you're not like a nerdy, short Asian person, uh, you know, your wife is going to be hot. I'm not talking hot. But so the thing is, I mean, they don't go into this. Whatever. Maybe I'll talk about the whatever. They, they have a woke perspective on this, right? They're, they're not like, oh, affirmative action is hurting black people. <laughs> like, they got the opposite ideas. But anyways, this GPA requirement is if you want to get into the good majors, the majors that are going to guarantee you being rich, um, I guess maybe your first year of college or your first... Like, you know, I don't know how, I don't know how long you take the, um, like the basics, you know, you got to take your reading, writing, and arithmetic, uh, classes as an, you know, as a freshman. But what the schools do is they say, you got to get, you know, who knows what, probably A's, probably straight A's in your, uh, initial classes before they let you into the engineering and et cetera programs. And, you know, you can imagine it's going to be Jews meet that criteria the best, East Asians the second best, probably South Asians third best, white people fourth best, Hispanics fifth, and, uh, you know, black people sixth. That's just, that's always the order for school stuff. And so what it kind of means is, like, how prepared are you when you walk in on day one, on your first day of classes as a freshman, how prepared are you? And if you're not as prepared as the other people in your class, uh, well, they're going to get the good grades, and then they're going to get into the lucrative, um, majors and then you're going to be left doing underwater basket weaving mixed with african-american studies and so you know the weeds people they're woke um and so they were kind of they're like you know well america needs more computer science majors which is true why don't the schools just produce more computer science students you know and let in these whatever let in the people who are not super prepared at the beginning of college. And they also mentioned nursing. Like I live in a white state and my friends are white and 
several of them had trouble. They wanted to be nurses, right? You just want to be a nurse, right? Is being a nurse like a crazy thing? Is this like being a doctor? Is this like, you know, is this like going to Harvard Medical School to be a nurse? Super hard to get in? Well, the answer is it ain't like Harvard Medical School, but it is incredibly hard to get into nursing programs where I live. Like, it's a good job. It's a good job. It's not insanely difficult. You don't have to take an insane amount of math and physics classes to do it. Uh, anyway, so there's just there's too many people compared to the number of slots for nursing students. Like, I have a friend. He went, I don't know what he did. He had to move to another state. He had to move to another state and, you know, live there for a couple years to get his nursing degree. But here's where the weeds people are wrong. Um, the reason why it's hard to get into nursing programs is not because, oh, the schools are stupid and why don't they just make more nursing programs, you know? It's going to be wonderful. Nursing is a hot job that's needed in America. The answer is they can't get teachers. Like, I don't think, you, you know, I don't th I'm sure a two-year nurse, they got two kinds of nurses. They got two-year and four-year. Most colleges are, colleges, most hospitals are requiring four-year nursing degrees or starting to. But anyways, I don't think if you got a two-year nursing degree, you're allowed to teach a nursing class. And probably if you got a four-year nursing degree, you're not allowed to teach nursing classes. So now you're talking about some sort of graduate school nursing person. And the answer is, you know, you think a normal nurse makes money. If you're like a super nurse, I mean, you know, you can get put in charge of a hundred nurses. You know, you could be at the hospital, you could be the whatever, you can be the... Uh, you can be the nurse who leveled up and is now in charge of all the other nurses, and you will make a ton of frickin' money. Whereas in schools, they pay, you know, I don't think, you know, it's like, oh, the English teacher gets $20,000 a year because they're a dime a dozen, and then the master's degree in nursing gets $250,000 a year because you can't find one. No, they kind of pay all the teachers the same amount, and then... Whatever. If, if your degree allows you to get a job that pays twice as much as te teaching, it's hard to find those teachers. And so the same thing's going to go for STEM. I mean, you know, if you got a degree in physics or computer anything or engineering anything, I mean, you know, you can go out and make a ton of freaking money. You don't have to be a teacher. You got to want to be a teacher. And in fact, those jobs require a PhD. You know, you're like, oh, I got a PhD in electrical engineering. I can go to Google right now and make $200,000 starting and, you know, probably a million dollars a year towards the end of my career. Or I can make, you know, I can be a teacher at a lowly, probably a lowlier college and make a hell of a lot less. And even if you somehow, you know, solve the problem of not enough teachers or whatever, you know, maybe, I mean, they were mentioning sometimes colleges can't build more buildings because they're in the middle of a place where you can't get more land. I mean, maybe that's true. But basically, they're gonna run in, you know, even if they could do that, even if they could have twice as many slots for all the engineering programs and all the nursing programs all across America, they're gonna continue to run into the same problem, which is, uh, it's called the meritocracy. And the meritocracy is a problem. It's a problem for all, whatever, all races, all genders, all, countries everywhere it's just that some people are useful and some people ain't but everyone has the same moral worth so you don't want to just let the use the useless people uh you know go by the wayside but again like say you you double the number of uh electrical engineering slots at the university of michigan 
so more of the freshmen can get into that major. I and mean, what you're going to find is like, oh, those East Asians, those South Asians, those white people, those Hispanics, they couldn't get into the major before. Oh, now they're all getting in. It's not going to be like, you know, pick the group that you like. Pick the group you want to help. I want to help, you know, say you want to help Hispanics and blacks. It's not like, oh, now they get in. It's just going to be, basically, there's the people who get in. There's the people below that who don't get in. And then probably is going to be affirmative action uh, students. Because they were let in when they were not prepared. So it doesn't... Whatever. You're going to have to let everyone in. You're going to have to let everyone in all the way down to the affirmative action people. Otherwise, you're just going to get let in more of the people that you, that, you know, that woke people hate. Those people that woke people hate, just more of them are going to get into those slots. And it won't solve the problem of uh, equity that they're trying to solve. The Economist has an interview with a guy named Daniel Smith. And he may be the last person alive who had a parent who was a slave. Like, his dad was two years old in 1865, so, I mean, his dad doesn't remember it, but but he was a slave, I guess, in Virginia. And the anti-woke things that I find interesting are that his dad, right, his dad, who was born a slave, he loved America. He just, he just really, really loved America. And then the four kids, or sorry, six kids, four of the six kids that that former slave had graduated from college. And I think, you know, they must have been young. Well, the guy, yeah, Daniel Smith is 80 years old, so, you know, he's born in about 1940. So they would have been young right around the civil rights uh, movement, I guess, in their 20s. I guess how to put this. Basically, as America got less and less racist... You know, civil rights bills were passed. You know, Obama got elected president. Uh, to this guy, whatever. The guy who's alive, Daniel Smith. I think now he kind of hates America. So, you know, freeing the slaves. Freed slaves having all their kids go to college. Uh, whatever. You know, the further we get from that the more we say America is a terrible place. And, I mean, whatever. This guy, this, this guy, he, uh, he has Trump derangement syndrome. You know, he's talking about January 6th also. I mean, to be that close to slavery and have January 6th be the thing that you care about, that's just stupid. Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, and thanks for listening.